Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Mike Spring. One of my favorite things to do is to talk. I've, I've noticed that over the years, Warren. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> kind of part of the reason you're here on the podcast. I suppose, actually. I suppose. But one of my most favorite things about talking is talking to somebody interesting. And we've got another interesting interview today. We do indeed. Today we are speaking with Rob Carson. Rob, a super nice guy, also a voice coach's alumnus. And he's really started to uh, build some nice success for himself. He's only been doing this professionally for about six months or so. And in that time, he's already done several voiceover jobs, including a couple of commercials, some uh, radio taglines, a uh, voiceover for a web video, a voiceover for an industrial training video, mm. and even the opening message for the Bluebird Society of Pennsylvania's website. That's kind of oh, cool. Darn, he got that job? <laughs> I know, we were all we were all hoping to get that one, but Rob, <laughs> he snagged it. So, you know, he's doing really well for himself. And so we talked to Rob about how he got started and, and what, what he's been doing to sort of build these jobs up and develop these connections and, and get out there and start working as a voice actor. So, Rob, tell us a little bit about your background, um, you know, prior to getting into the voice acting. What kind of uh, work are you involved with? Well, um, by day, um, I work in healthcare. I work in the uh, pharmacy, which I know is very exciting, and the people are already fast-forwarding through that part. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, pretty much since I was old enough to operate any type of equipment, I've always been interested in media, filmmaking, audio, that sort of thing, ever since my dad got me a tape recorder when I was about four years old. I wasn't even in school yet. And I used to record little stories and adventures and all that and play them for my little sister to entertain her. In, in college, I studied film, and I actually um, worked on some productions in New York City before um, returning to the Pittsburgh area. And so I've always kind of been involved on the fringe of the media, and I've always been interested in the voiceover it's something that's always intrigued me, and it's something I've always wanted to try. And I've been told by various people throughout the years, yeah, you should really look into that. So I went to the course um, at one of the local colleges uh, put on by voice coaches and moved on from there. Now, once you started um, uh, with with your training here and then got your demo, between the time that you sent out your, your first demo and the time that you actually got some uh, some some paid work, what kind of, uh, what was going on in that time and, and about how long did it take you? It took before I got the first actual paying job, it took about eight months. I had started sending out demos pretty much immediately after I got them and of course I had um, a graphic designer put together a graphics package and once all of that was ready, it lined up fairly well to when the discs arrived, and I started right away. And that was about June of last year. And, and how did that come about? Was this somebody that you'd been pursuing for a while? Was it something that just fell in your lap? Was it uh, take a lot of uh, marketing? How did, how did it come about? Well, um, I had actually attended uh, some Chamber of Commerce meetings and also an organization called BNI. I got an invite to go to, um, you know, to attend one of their meetings. And I met a gentleman there who runs a production company called Smitten Productions. And I gave him a demo, told him what I did, gave him a business card, and didn't hear from him for several months. And then out of the blue, he, he called me and said, hey, you know, I liked what you did there, and it's just been a while since I've had something available, but uh, you want to give this a try. And that was actually the, uh, the first one I did for him. And I've since worked on uh, two or three other projects uh, for him. And that sort of is how you perpetuate it is, you know, 
work well with others. Is there something that uh, you learned in your training along the way that has served you uh, well as far as, uh, you know, something that comes to the top of mind first as far as, uh, you know, getting that first job or, you know, keeping that uh, uh, communication open between uh, the folks you're working with? Um, I think a lot of the uh, etiquette that we went over, uh, once you, you hear it, you're like, oh, that's common sense. But before that, it may not necessarily be. And also the follow-up and, you know, sending the thank you cards and staying in touch, even if it's just, you know, writing a little note on the back of a thank you card and just saying hello. I think that's, that's very valuable. Tell us a little bit about some of the uh, other jobs you've had between, you know, between that first gig and, and where you are now. What other kind of work have you done? I've actually done... Um, for a online radio station called Trib Live Radio. I've done some taglines and some little local spots for small grocery stores and some of the local events and some of the show intros. That was a lot of fun, uh, doing some of the sports programming uh, show intros. You get to, that's where you definitely do not use your conversational voice. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. That's where the old announcer style comes in handy. The one you've been practicing back when you were three and four or five years old, you know? That's right. That's right. <laughs> so have you set some goals for yourself, Rob? Where, where do you see yourself uh, going here as, as you continue in voice acting? Well, um, the next thing that I really want to start uh, pursuing is the audiobook field. I think that would be a very enjoyable aspect of the voiceover work. And I've actually been sort of doing a dual project where I've been writing a story and then, you know, as I'm polishing it, I'm going to record chapters and keep that updated on my website. Sort of is to sort of uh, cut my teeth, as you will, on, on doing the audiobook because that's sort of a different animal than doing the training videos or the commercials or the taglines. So it's sort of a dual project that I'm working on. So hopefully I'll accomplish multiple goals at the same time. What advice would you give someone that's just starting out in this? What uh, What do you think they need to, to do to uh, to stay on the right path and to get where they want to go? I think persistence is, is very important. And also, um, any individual that you have come in contact with in your daily life, you may find that they're a very valuable contact, and you never know who's going to turn out to be. So, like you said, maintaining that professionalism, in your communication with people, and you never know what what could turn into a major, you know, break, as opposed to just, oh, I just met this person at this meeting, oh, you know, shook hands and walked away. They may turn out to, you know, be somebody important in your life in the future. So always try to remain professional. Well, Warren, a great interview with Rob. Thank you. And I also really liked what he had to say. I think he sort of embodies that that creative spirit that a lot of our listeners and students have in that, you know, he wants to get into doing audiobooks, uh, hasn't gotten an audiobook job yet, so what did he decide to do? Uh, write his own, you know? And that's I think that's really, really great. It's a creative way. You know, he gets to do multiple creative outlets, write his audio, you know, write a book, read it himself, record it. It's good practice. It's good, you know, it's, it's a good project to get out there. And who mm. knows where it could lead him? Well, what I liked about the interview is that he's a darn good interview you know he just you know he's relaxed he's easygoing you can tell he enjoys what he does and it comes out in in every word he says and and uh every piece of advice that he gives yeah you better watch out though because you know i'm thinking about replacing you now in the podcast because i thought you know he might make a good fit so you know that that's a a risk we run here (laughs) when we're talking to professional voice that's right that's right we're always we're always auditioning in the back of our heads absolutely well it's time for that great new feature we have is she ready is she ready i think she is so here comes kate Peterson with the latest voiceover news. It's great to be back with more voice acting news. 
This week, video game developer Square Enix has announced the voice cast lineup for its upcoming game, Sleeping Dogs. And while the lineup includes celebrity talents such as Emma Stone, Lucy Liu, Tom Wilkinson, and Kelly Hu, the game also features talented voice actors such as Mine Noji and Megan Goldsmith, who also stars in the hit kids animated series, The Winx Club. And in other video game news, developer Traveler's Tales recently introduced voice acting for the first time to their popular series of LEGO video games, such as LEGO Star Wars and LEGO Harry Potter. LEGO Batman 2 was the first game in the franchise to feature full voiceover, and it turns out the response to the game, which came out last month, has been pretty positive. Traveler's Tales has announced they are now going to incorporate voiceover into all the future LEGO-based games. The next one on tap? The Lord of the Rings, slated to launch in fall. And what's best is that Traveler's Tales does not rely on celebrity voice actors to drive their voice casts, instead casting tried-and-true voice actors. Well, that's it for the news this week. Thanks, guys. So if you're just getting started in this fun business called voice acting, be sure you've taken our introduction to voice acting class. Voice Coaches travels across the U.S. and Canada offering this adult education class through universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs to present an honest look at the business. And we could be in your neck of the woods soon. That's right. The week of August 6th, you'll find us in Jacksonville and Tampa, Florida, Orleans, Brockton, and Acton, Massachusetts, and Birmingham, Alabama. Also in Madison and New Hartford, Connecticut, Lynchburg, Virginia, Providence, Rhode Island, and Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Now to find out exactly where and when we're going to be near you, it's just a phone call, 866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com, which is also a great way to send us your comments, your questions, and your topic suggestions for our podcast. And if you have any votes on who you think I should replace Warren with, I'm personally leaning towards Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Where did this come from? Well, because I was talking about replacing you with Rob. So I thought, well, let's let's open it up a little bit, see who else might be a good co-host for me. Jeez. Morgan Freeman is, on. I'm thinking, good how, voiceover. How do I compete with Morgan Freeman? Well, you can't. But <laughs> Obviously, yeah. You know, but you know, it wouldn't be the same without you, Warren. Yeah, well, thank you. So, but I, I would get over it if I had Morgan Freeman in the booth so I, across from I me. I can come back next week. <laughs> yeah, for now. Till Morgan agrees, it's all, it's all you. <laughs> so we hope you'll join us then. I hope to be here. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. You ready? Sure. Let's <laughs> give it a try. So that's not the voice of confidence. Hello and well, I didn't even get past the second word. It's another good start. Yeah. It's good. If I, you know, someday I'm going to go back and edit all of the bloopers that we have just of us messing up the opening line of the podcast, and it's going to be pretty lengthy. And another, no, I had it a moment ago, and it's it's not there now. Um, um, Interview is the word you're looking for? It's true, but I had another way of getting into it, and it went right out of my head. There's so many holes in our heads. How are we supposed to keep anything in there, you know? We wanted to share his experiences with all of you, our listeners, so that you can see what he's doing right and do it too. I don't know what I'm saying. You're heading in the right direction. It just didn't get there. And so we thought we'd talk to Rob about his experiences now. Knocking it out of the park today, huh? I blame it on the studio audience. Ah, She can't hear me because I'm whispering. Even though she's only sitting four feet away from me. <laughs> Voice coach. Yeah, that's who we are. Come Voice on, you got to at least get the name of the company right. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, what well, was it the one time Brett was like, he's like, oh, you should, you should interview that guy from Dexter. I'm like, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just call him right up. You know, I'm me and me and Michael C. Hall. You know, yeah, I mean, you're, you're like this. Yeah, I mean, he's busy winning Emmys and stuff, but I, I've got him on speed dial. All right, Perky McGee, can you hear me? I can. Okay, Perky McGee could also be a good <laughs> nickname for you. Good old Kate Tanya Dinkum's Perky McGee Peterson. <laughs> can you picture me with a little gnome hat and I, boots? Oh I, God, the boots would be so cute. Totally could. Oh boy, <laughs> I've created a monster. <laughs>